You can support this show at patreon.com slash ASA podcasting. Welcome to a Skyrimatic podcast where I will discuss my adventures and misadventures through Skyrim. Join me. Add your stories, add your tales. Let's uh, let's get into this thing. Uh, hello, everyone. So this is going to be a couple lost episodes. We had uh, time at the end of the month here left on the feed, so I wanted to get these out. I'm not going to have time to edit the roundtable prior to the month ending. So uh, here are a bunch of the episodes that were lost when our feed went down about a year ago. And Hearthfire episode two will be out in a couple days. So stay tuned for that. And if you want to go back and listen to some of these, these are fun as well. And uh, take care. Hello, hello, hello. <clears throat> Back from vacation. Back from Comic-Con. Sick, as everybody is when they return from Comic-Con. Uh, anyway, so uh, I think I was playing a vegan character last time. Uh, since I took a break and went away and uh, had time off and stuff like that, I, I kind of faded out of that character. So I think uh, Vegan Warrior is no longer with us. Um there's going to be a round table, I believe, coming up early next week, something like that. Um, they recorded it already. Um, I haven't played that character yet. I think I'm going to wait until the next set of round table things and catch all up at once um, <clears throat> to do that. So so that's kind of where I'm sitting with Skyrim. I think I'm going to take a Skyrim break and go and do a few episodes of Oblivion. I uh, started a character, not my character that I had played a few months ago, but start a... Uh, you know, a, a new character. I, I kind of started getting through the prison already. So, but today we're going to talk about dragon shouts. Uh, yeah. So I got an email from, <clears throat> I apologize. Let me pull up my email quickly. Got an email from Casey from Milwaukee. Uh, he, uh, he had a question about the shouts. Uh, I think he had just uh, started playing Skyrim in December. He said, so uh, he hasn't heard much mention of the shouts on the podcast, and I think it has been a while since they've been brought up, and probably not a whole lot. And uh, he was wondering what what I thought the most powerful were and which uh, word walls were particularly uh, well hidden. And um, he hasn't found many of the walls yet, but he's killed tons of dragons. So just wanted any info that we, we could give him here. So uh, I, I got some input from the group as well that I'll have to go back and dig up and uh, read out. And uh, I'm going to go through some of them now because it's been a while. We never really talked about, or I never really talked about dragon shouts. Uh, so for type of character for me, when I'm playing like my ranged or, uh, whoops, my mic just turned around sideways. That's not good. So like when you're playing, like when I'm playing the ranged character or something like that, the, if I'm an archer, the slow time is a nice one. Um, you can get that at, uh, there's a couple, well, that's at three separate places, but two of them are quest locked. So, uh, the first part of it though, if you really want to go get it, is it hags end. 
which is uh is that part of Deepwood? That's part of the whole Deepwood complex, I believe. Um, at the very end of that. So if you slow time's nice. It's also nice in battles, I think. And and stuff like that. So slow time I don't know if I've really ever used it in a hand to hand combat, but I have used it in correlation with the bow, and then you have the uh zoom and the slow time with the bow. It it really you can do a lot shoot a lot of arrows at people before they even know it, <laughs> quite frankly. So I do like that one. Um, let's see. I'll go through and see which ones I've actually used. Because I don't think I've used a lot of them. Animal Allegiance. I used that early on back in the day when I first started playing. It, it was relatively helpful. That, you know, Depending on if you, you, you have the first, second, or third, all three parts of it. You know, Depends on how many animals you have uh, helping you. So that one's relatively useful if you're in a big fight and you know you want to go that way. I I haven't used it in quite a while. It doesn't um, counteract the effects of like the spriggan or anything like that. You know how they get the bears green and they come after you, or sometimes even rabbits and weird stuff like that. Um, our whisper I do use a lot as an archer. It's nice in dark areas. I use that a lot, um, especially on the uh, Dongar playthrough because there's a lot of really dark caves. So our whisper's nice. It's basically uh, detect life, you know. So that that's a good one. Battle Fury. I don't think I've ever used. Um, I don't even know what it is. <laughs> Let me go look. Oh, it's in Dragon. Uh, okay, it's in Dragonborn. Okay. It uh speeds up attacks. Okay. Yeah, I may have used it. But I don't recall using it in any way. Uh, become ethereal. I have never actually used this. Um, I don't know how useful it is or not. Because you know what? I've never actually used it. What does it do? Let's see. <laughs> oh, okay. So you can jump from crazy. Oh, you're basically a ghost. So nothing hurts you. Huh, maybe I will try that. It's pretty cool. Sorry. I'm reading these. Because there's some of them I've never actually used. Like this far into the game. But... And become ethereal is, is one of them, quite frankly. That that's one I may check out. Hmm. Bendwill, uh, I've used that and used that. Obviously, that's a big dragonborn one. Call dragon, <laughs> another. That's not dragonborn, but that's part of the whole uh, dragon quest line. That's a good one. Uh, Call of valor, which is you can. Uh, you learn that in Sovngarde, part of the Dragon Quest line again. So you get all three words there. Uh, clear skies, obviously. You learn High Rothgar. Use that. Actually, sometimes I'll use that if I'm like running around up north and it's snowing and it's just annoying. I'll just shot clear skies because it's annoying. Um, or if you know you're you're doing archery and stuff up north and it's snowing, clear skies helpful. Uh, Cyclone, uh, I believe that's another Dragonborn. I don't think I've ever used it. I assume it unleashes a Cyclone. <laughs> yeah, it's a small Cyclone, can uh, damage people around, blah, blah, blah. You know, obviously, first, second, or third level of the shout does more damage. So, I've never used that one. Uh, Disarm, obviously, Disarms. Uh... One of them's in Snowvale, which is quest locked. So that's part of Dongard, I believe. 
So maybe you can only get that one from Dongard, uh, that final one, if you're in Dongard. But uh, I don't think I've ever used Disarm either. Just uh, It doesn't seem that... Usually the way I play, it's not generally useful. Uh, Dismay, I have never... I mean, I've had it. I've never used it. <laughs> it's amazing that the shouts you don't use. It, uh, let's see. It causes enemies to flee. It can hit an enemy in any radius similar to Unrelenting Force. Yes, definitely. Uh, that makes sense. Just uh, There's spells for that. No reason. Dragon Aspect is a pretty cool one. That is on Dragonborn. Very worthwhile. You get it as uh, you go through the Apocrypha and things like that. So, Well, you get part of it. Because I have to F with my mic here. Sorry about that. I messed up something. You get part of it at Raven Rock, the next at the Temple of Mirak, and then down in the Apocrypha is the final part. But that one's a cool one. Use that in the final battle, and you know you get the gear and all that stuff. Dragonrend is one of my favorites. Get that at Throat of the World, and that's where you can keep the dragons on the ground. Excellent when you're battling dragons, because chasing them through the sky is a pain in the balls. Um, Drain Vitality, I think maybe that's a Dongard one. I haven't used it a lot. Um, either drain stamina magicka or health, depending on how long you know you shout. You do the full shout or, you know, the middle shout, low shout. Uh, Elemental Fury, I believe I've used this. Let me look it up real quick. Hmm. Yeah, I, I've tried it. It's the one that increases the speed of weapon swings and damage. Um, it does not work on enchanted or bound weapons. And it does not affect bows. Sorry, I coughed. That's why I went silent. Um, as you may tell, I have a bit of a respiratory issue uh fire breath use that pretty self-explanatory frost breath same thing pretty self-explanatory ice form uh let's see oh this is the one that freezes the part literally freezes the enemy i've used this in the past not a lot uh these i don't find all that useful for the way i play but different play styles they may be useful kinds piece i believe i have used that in the past to calm animals um, they don't flight or flee. They just, you know, it's basically a calm spell. And, uh, you see they'll glow as they're, you know, affected by the shout. So it's, it's not a bad one, depending on how, you know, if you're in a, say you're getting one of those areas where like two bears and a saber cat are attacking you, it's not a bad one to use. Marked for death. It, uh. I believe it's like sucks some of the life, drains the health away from the uh, enemy and the armor. Um, sure, I used it at some point, but again, I I don't find these like the shouts are cool and all, but there's only a few that I really find am I useful. Like slow time, obviously that's where I'm at now. That one's good. Soltair. Um, <clears throat> this one you learn from uh, Dunavir, and he teaches you each time you you summon him. And basically, it's um, it casts a soul trap and drains health for 300 points at, at its apex, at its strongest point. So, the, that one's not bad. Uh, I have used that in the past. I don't think I've used it to its full extent. Um, I might have to play around with that one some more. But Soltair is not a bad one. But you don't get that unless you're in Dongard going through that. Stormcall, I have used. Very helpful in um, when you're going to um, Skyhaven Temple, that 
that foresworn area you got to go through before you go up there. Used it there. It was it was pretty cool. You know, you just shout and then the lightning strikes come down and start killing people and you don't have to do anything. So it's pretty nice. Uh, I I endorse Stormcall. Stormcall is pretty useful, but it takes a long time to uh, reset. It takes six hundred seconds to uh, from the um, strongest Stormcall shout to uh, regenerate. But I don't know what do you call that. It's not magicka. Whatever your ability to shout, <laughs> uh, summon Dernavir, obviously Dongard. I've used that a bunch. I like bringing him along. He helps out, especially in Forsworn areas. Uh, another time I use that. Oh, throw voice. I do like quite a bit. Uh, you learn all three words at Sheer Point. Um, if you are an archer or sneaking or something like that, it is excellent for getting. Not only for getting people to move to different areas, but getting them out of their hiding spots to come look so you can get them. So throw voice I do like quite a bit, especially, you know, depending on the style you play. Unrelenting force, always great in close combat and shouting people off mountains. And whirlwind sprint, helpful at times. Um, I think I've probably used unrelenting force the most or our whisper. <clears throat> where one sprint use in areas where you know you have to use it but throw voice is also a good one for those kind of things um that, that's kind of basically how i use the shouts um let's uh i got a little feedback from victor on it so uh we're gonna take a listen to that right now just hold on a second let me uh pull it up hello everyone this is victor from the facebook group michael has asked for some input on shouts to do a uh, shout related podcast for a Skyrim addict, and I thought I'd contribute a little bit. I must say that I don't use shouts very often, um, and I don't think I'm alone in that. I trust that Bethesda did a lot of thinking about shouts, but it seems to me that they're kind of underdeveloped considering such a they're such a large part of the game. And by that I mean that they don't evolve in the game like so many other things do. You can't really make your shouts better. You can make them last a little bit less time in the vanilla game using an amulet or whatever, but essentially they are what they are. You can't shorten up their uh, their reload times or anything like that. It just seems a little bit um, underdone. I think most people, of course, use the unrelenting force shout since it's the first one you really fully get. And it's really the most powerful of the shouts. Everybody also uses Clear Skies because they have to, and Whirlwind Sprint in a couple of places, and certainly the other most useful shout is Dragon Rend, and you get that later in the game, of course. So I have used all of those, and I've also used um, Become Ethereal, I've used the Fire Breath, I have used the Oral Whisper, I've tried Marked for Death, as I've seen others do in a few playthroughs I've watched, but frankly, I just don't see the point of it. And it's, you know, just run up to them and kill them. Don't mark them, I say. I do like the shouts. I like the the idea. And since I play on a PC now um, and I have a lot of mods enabled, the mod I use that affects shouts the most is Skyrie, in which there is an extra branch in the speech table or uh, tree that actually allows you to develop your, your shouts. It allows you to make them more powerful and to make the recycle times 
shorter, which really makes sense because some of these recycle times are utterly ridiculous. The fact that you can't use another shout while the first one is recycling, perhaps that's just an engine limitation, but it seems ridiculous to me. And to have to wait as long as you do for some of these shouts to recycle, especially if you're like a level 60 or 70 player, is just silly. And why is it that some random undead Draugr Deathlord can shout better than the bloody Dragonborn? I mean, come on. So to kind of wrap it all up, I have to also say that I have played a number of playthroughs in which I don't play the Dragonborn at all. So I've become used to fighting uh, without the benefit of shouts. And so when I go back to play um, a Dragonborn character, like for instance for the round table, I haven't used a shout with Slythe Aaron except when I absolutely had to to, to push forward the game uh, a single time in, in that playthrough, and I'm up to level 42 or something like that. And uh, I think that's that's too bad. And now these may be my, these are certainly my own prejudices. I, I I'm not trying to discourage anybody from using shouts. In fact, I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who use them quite efficiently and effectively. And I hope. Uh, at least one or two of them will contribute to this podcast as well so I can hear others' opinions on the subject. So as always, uh, thank you, Michael, for allowing us to do these things and add these little recordings to your podcast. It's a really wonderful community, and I'm enjoying the heck out of it. So thanks again, and everybody, happy skyrimming. Thank you, Victor. And actually, uh, him and I are pretty much on the same page. Um it is a little. Di- they are a bit disappointing when you get fully into the shouts, um, because when your character gets to a much higher level, you very rarely would use them in any way. Um, so if you're if you're playing one character for an extended period of time, um, they become like less and less useful, really. But um, yeah, so I'm kind of on board with that. Uh, there's only a few that I really use, like I said, going through them. Um, it would be awesome if they changed in some way or, or developed in some way. And the, the problem with the Dragonborn one, which is a pretty cool one where you get like the dragon aspect and all that, is you get it so late generally if you're you know playing through in a certain order. You get it when you're fairly high leveled, so it's not super useful beyond the battle with Mirak because you're so high leveled at that point it really... You know, your armors and stuff like that are, are pretty strong. So uh, let's see what some other people had to say about it. We had, uh, we had a little comment thread on it a while back when the email came in. So Andrew feels like uh, most of the shouts are alternates to spells, and he mainly uses Fushor Dao. He did have to use uh, Slow Time in order to solve the uh, Kjolbjorn puzzle, floor puzzle. Um, he also uses Whirlwind Sprint a fair deal. Uh, actually, you know what? I use Whirlwind Sprint for the same reason he does, and he stays here uh, when he's over-encumbered and trying to get around. I do the same thing. Like, I'll get loaded down, say I have a house in, uh, say I have the Breeze Home and White Run, and I grab all my crap out of the house and want to go do some smithing. I'll do the Whirlwind Sprint to get up to either the Forge, uh, at uh, the companions there, or next door, or you know, if I have to go up to the enchanting table with Dragon's Reach, I'll shout my way up there, <laughs> just make it go a little faster. So that is it is useful for that. Also, uh, he says Call of Valor is really awesome, but he doesn't use it as often as he should. Uh, Juan, since he 
does a lot of sneaking and sniping. He uses the R Whisper. That's excellent for that. And clear skies as well because uh, he doesn't like rain or snow because <laughs> he's from Southern California. Um, and I agree with him with that. Yeah, if you're sneaking at stuff in the snow, it is hard to see. So um, This guy, Michael, likes the R Whisper <laughs> with his ranged character. I wonder who that would be. Uh, Brian, he likes Fusro Daz, his go-to. When you have four or five bandits bum-rushing you, it's extremely handy. Excellent, yeah. Especially early in the game, especially if you're playing uh, you know, Sword and Shield or Two-Handed. It definitely is handy with that. Um, it's also quite useful for clearing dead bodies off your land. On his level 92 Dovakin character, he gets bandit raids at Lakeview all the time. And once I whack them out, I simply Fusro dial their asses down the hill. <laughs> kind of like a high-powered leaf blower. <laughs> so that is what that is what dragon shouts are useful for. Speaking of that, I once rolled a guy's head all the way up to the palace at Solitude. The guy who gets his head cut off when you walk into Solitude, I may have talked about that before. <laughs> I shouted his head. Um, when you, you, know, you go into Solitude the first time and there's the beheading, I shouted his head all the way up to the steps of the Blue Palace. <laughs> so that was, I don't know if that's morbid or bizarre or what, but another fun thing you can do with shouts. Other than that, I, I you know, uh, finding them, there's a ton of places and there's sometimes random places. Let me pull them up again. You know, some some places you wouldn't even think of. Uh, some are quest locked. I would say there's probably blah, 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 of non Dragonborn, non Dawnguard ones that are quest locked. Um, maybe like ten parts of the shouts are quest locked. Just uh, off the top of my head, um, a bunch you get during quests. Get all three parts of it. And others you just find as you go along. I remember now, this is going back to uh, the day I got the game, which was day one. I got it, you know, when it came out. And I remember I did that first battle at the end of uh, where I was getting the dragon stone at the end of uh, whatchamacallit. Oh, God, I can't remember the name of it. You know what I'm talking about. But anyway, <laughs> I can't remember off the top of my head. So. And I'm like, I walk up to the word wall, and I'm like, what in the hell is going on? And by the time I realized that uh, Dragon Priest had already popped out of the damn thing and was kicking my ass. Or is it a Dragon Priest, or is it like a Draugr Overlord? I forget. But pops out of the casket and, and pretty much nails me. Because I couldn't see, because, you know, what happens when you're staring at the wall and the shout starts going into you or whatever. You start learning the word. I'm like, what in the fuck? It took me like three times to figure that part out. That... <laughs> I do recall that from the first playthrough. But uh, and I also agree with Victor about the uh, random droggers that can, like, shout the hell out of you, <laughs> you know, at, like, any turn. Um, you would think that the Dragonborn would be stronger than they are as far as shouting is concerned. But uh, they can be useful, and depending on how you're playing through... Uh, depends on which ones are useful. I, I would say there's only a few really useful ones. Some are just, uh, you know, just there. Um, I would say top five for me, not in any particular order. Uh, Unrelenting Force, classic. Whirlwind Sprint, because there's some areas you just, it, it's very, very useful. Um... Let's see. 
We'll go Dragon Rend, of course. One of my favorites. Excellent one battling dragons. Aura Whisper. Absolutely. And uh Hmm. I don't even I don't even know if there's a fifth. <laughs> slow time. I'll go slow time for the fifth. Those are my top five. If anybody else has a top five, I'd like to send it in, feel free. Or has a differing view on the shouts, feel free. Uh, I think uh, the consensus from most of us in the group and such was that they're not super useful except for a few of them in certain aspects and for certain types of characters. So I I think that was the general sentiment. But, uh, yeah, you know what I think I would put as my number one if I'm playing the Dragon Quest line and I'm playing a character who's heavily involved with that, I... I would put Dragon Rend at number one when you eventually get that. That's to me. I found it super useful because even later on, when you can kill dragons pretty quickly, it's just nice to get it over with really quickly <laughs> and not have them freaking flying around forever. So that that's where I'm sitting on that. So up next for me uh, will be a little Oblivion work. We get some Oblivion in. Um, today in a little bit, uh, I should be recording a Skyrimatics Academy with, uh, with Ben. So that'll be coming out too. Um, hopefully maybe next weekend I'll have the first Oblivion one out. So I'll be doing at least a few weeks or a few episodes of Oblivion. Uh, I'd like to play pretty far into that because I haven't played it in a long time and I need a little Skyrim break. I've been playing a little Minecraft, but I think I'm kind of done with that. I, I enjoyed it for a bit, but I'm kind of kind of burned i played it because i was traveling so i don't know, on the ipad and then i played it a little bit when i got home on the 360 but didn't uh capture me as much as i thought it would but anyway this is not the minecraft addicts academy so or whatever this is called <laughs> anyway if you uh would like to contact the show it's a skyrimatic podcast at gmail.com you can join the Facebook group, uh, facebook.com slash groups, I don't know, slash Skyrimatic Podcast. I don't, you got to look it up. I'm not sure. Uh, the show is on Stitcher as well as your favorite uh, podcatcher slash iTunes slash I, the Apple Podcast app, which I don't know if it's any good anymore or now. I know it was bad in the beginning. Uh, I use Downcast. <clears throat> also, check out. Uh, I'm a little rusty. It's been a couple weeks. <laughs> Check out Claire's artwork. She does the artwork for the show at uh, Etsy.com slash MayaFirePrince. M-A-I-A-F-I-R-E-P-R-I-N-T-S. And she does a bunch of... If you like her Facebook the Facebook page, she also does giveaways and stuff of her some of her art. So uh, if you go to Facebook and type in MayaFirePrince... It will you will see our page. You can like it and check out the stuff there. Also, check out. The, <clears throat> the, God, man, my throat is killing me. The past week, by the way, coming back to the East Coast like killed me. I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know if like I got super allergies or what the hell happened. Um, check out the Metal Shark Studio page, metalsharkstudio.blogspot.com. The shows are over there. I was bouncing around some ideas with Blake during the week. See what's happening there. Uh, check out. There's Earwash over there. Max level. Uh, the, I forget who's... No, the latest Earwash didn't feature anybody else, but it, I enjoyed it quite a bit. 
Um, also, I think that's all I got. Uh, leave a review on iTunes if you got time. It's appreciate it. And uh, until next time. Well, hello there. Nice to hear from you again. <laughs> so, yes, uh, yeah, I'll be talking about Oblivion this time as uh, a fantastically re-edited opening uh, probably told you. <laughs> I work hard on that. Um, but I want to get to uh, an email first, and then I'll get into what I've been doing in good old Oblivion. I've been playing a good amount of it. Uh, once school starts, I'll be probably get like an hour a day to play in the afternoon, which will be amazing. Uh, that's still two more weeks around here, so still got a little bit of time to go. Uh, so anyway, I got an email from Craig. Uh, he just found the podcast and started playing Skyrim again. Uh, <clears throat> his first time around was uh, kind of all over the place and didn't really finish anything but but the companion quest. Uh, so he started a new game, and he's playing Red Guard with uh, Long Dreads. Cool. Uh, he dual wields mostly axes, and most of his points go into one-handed, heavy armor, and enchanting. Uh, so he runs around and chops dudes up, which, yeah, two-handed, that would be pretty freaking awesome. Um He's trying to stick mostly to the main storyline this time, and once he gets done, then try to talk Brotherhood and other stuff. Um, so he wanted to ask what my favorite quest line was, and uh, other than obviously the main story, which I, I really enjoy the main story, I gotta say, uh, it's pretty epic. But um, yeah, I, I would have to say Dark Brotherhood, I believe, is probably of the guild type quests, probably my favorite. Um, it's interesting. There's some interesting characters. There's options on how you handle it, which, which I like a lot. So yeah, I would, I would say of the guild level quests, you know, companions, dark brother, et cetera, et cetera. I would say, yeah, that that's up there is one of my favorites for that for sure. I'm trying to think of other quests offhand that I really, really like. <laughs> I like the thieves guild quest as well. Pretty decent ending to that. Um, like how that all goes down, a little mystery to it. So I, I do like that as well. Uh, I, I think I did the mages recently, but I don't remember a whole hell of a lot about the mages for some reason. I just remember that giant ball. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, no, no, definitely. I'm, I would go dark brotherhood next. It's fun. Um, Sometimes you gotta be a little sneakier killing people than walking up with two axes and chopping them to pieces, though. So that may be a challenge, but uh, otherwise, uh, you should be fine. <laughs> so, I have been playing uh, exclusively Oblivion of late. Um, I want to take a little Skyrim break, and uh, actually, I'm thoroughly enjoying Oblivion. Um, Really gotten into it a lot. So basically where I'm at now, I decided... Here's what I decided to do. I was like... And this was randomly happened. Um, got out of the... So I got out of the sewers. I'm not going to go through the whole opening. Um, you know, you do your stuff in there. So I get out of the sewers and I run across the way over to... Right across the water is Vilvarin. It's an alien ruin. Um, and I just kind of went through there. And killed the bandits. I've been, uh, let's see if I, I think I can go through my stats real quick. Cause it's, I guess that's a little more important in, um, what's this game? Oblivion. 
Uh, so my guy's a wood elf. First sign is a thief. My class, uh, which is my name. I don't know. Or I made up a class. Oh, I made my own class. That's right. So I, I made up my own. And I'm a level 10 right now. Um, let's see. My, let's see. Strength, I'm at 39. Intelligence, 61. Willpower, 41. Agility is 87. Speed, 68. Endurance, 52. Personality, 34. I'm not very personable. Uh, luck, 60. Which, yeah, I, I forgot luck was in this game. <laughs> I love that. I always love that old luck thing in the old uh, games. Uh, so my major skills are athletics, which is 33, blade, 33, alchemy, 54, resto, which is 33, marksman, 51, sneak, 71, and speechcraft, 50. Uh, I've been using a lot of bow. I do use a sword as well. I now have a dwarven bow and some dwarven arrows. I have a dwarven sword. I enchant them a little bit. Enchanting much different in this game. Um, also archery, not as awesome in this game, uh, but it's been good enough to get me by. Uh, let's see my minor skills, armor 23 block 20. Cause you have to fix your stuff. Armor, uh, blunt seven. I haven't really used anything with that hand to hand six. I haven't really fought anybody. Um, <clears throat> heavy armor 31. I've worn some here and there alteration 29 and conjuration 28. Let's see. And continuing on, Destruction's 13. I've used a little Destruction. i got to use more. Uh, illusion is 9. I haven't used a lot of Illusion with this guy. Mysticism's 37. Acrobatics, 27. Apparently, I'm like... Uh, I forgot the guy's name. What was that guy that did the rings? American Anthem? I don't know. They all remember. He knows all those old movies. Um, Light Armor, 27. I have some pieces of those. Mercantile 18 and security 19. Uh, I've been to the arena. I did one battle, so I'm just a pit dog there. And Mage's Guild, I am an apprentice, and I've made it to the Arcane University. Uh, as far as stats, uh, let's see. I've killed 138 creatures and 58 people. Found 27 places. I'm not going to throw all the stats, just kind of things that kind of matter. Picked uh, 19 locks. Broke 60 lockpicks. I'm really bad at the lockpicking. I used to be so good at it in this game, and I'm really shitty right now. <laughs> um, let's see. Ingredients eaten, 7. I've made a lot of potions, 163. And, uh, oh, God, that's a shitty picture that I can't read uh, the screen cap of. Jokes told. Oh, I told 233 jokes because you have the uh, personality wheel, which is awesome. Um... I've slept 71 hours for some reason. Oh, because you got to sleep in this game. That's right. And sometimes I just like to leave during the day. So I'll do a little extra sleeping. So to get to the places I've been. So I came out of the thing, went right across to Vilvaren, uh, and kind of crawled through there and uh, took out that place. Uh, there's uh, an archer bandit, a uh, couple bandits in there, a couple mud crabs. There's a skill book or two in there. Some ingredients and things like that. Um, I didn't. Um, I found the chests and stuff. Apparently, this is part of a quest. I don't think I found that, but I picked up a crap ton of what are those stones called? Um, I don't know. Those glowing stones, Wakeland stones, or whatever they are. 
So, you know, I probably should have uh, consulted the USP while I was playing it. But, yeah, I kind of crawled through there and did that. And then uh, that was where I decided I was going to start off. I didn't go right into the Imperial City or anything. Um, after that, then I, I kind of did. I worked my way in there. In there. But um, so I went into the city. I did I did do a battle at the arena. Um, most, like I said, I've been arching the whole time. Arching. <laughs> <laughs> I've been using archery. I guess arching is appropriate. Um, <clears throat> so I also ended up uh, finding Owlswell. And they're all invisible. Those poor people. So there's a uh, a guy down the hill who uh, accidentally made them all invisible. But when I first tried to do it, I did not have any detect life spell. And the fucking invisible animals kept killing me. So I had to go get a detect life spell and then went and uh, talked to, uh, <clears throat> what the hell is that guy's name? Well, anyway, you talk to the citizens and citizens are like, oh, we're invisible. Can you help us? Um, you know, we think it's the fellow down the hill there, uh, Ankatar. So you're like, all right, I'll go down there, talk to him. And then you just go wandering down there and the invisible animals kill you. And then you realize that and you go get your spell. And then you come back and you kill them before you get down there. Um, and all you got to do with him is just go up and talk to him. Uh, that's it. And then he gives you a spell and you kind of solve the town. And you get a bed to sleep in, which is important in this game because you need to sleep in order to level up. I'm going to take a sip of coffee here. Professional. This is like a NPR podcast today. I'm sipping a little coffee. Um, so yeah, so I at first I wasn't sure. So like I shot him full of arrows and he went down but didn't die. And I'm like, oh, I probably didn't need to do that. So I just went up and talked to him, and he was like, yeah, oh, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, here's I just don't want to be seen, so don't make me visible again. And he gives you a little ring so you can cast the let everybody be seen again spell. And they give you a little place to sleep. So that's nice. Um, I also... I kind of wandered around, did some different things before I started off uh, figuring out what I was going to do character-wise. I ended up at um, another Elliot Ruin, Ruin Vindicel. But um, <clears throat> this one, I got to the end and it was a really, really tough uh, like bandit at the end that I couldn't beat. So I got to go back there. I was not anywhere near strong enough to take care of that person. So I'm going to have to go back there. So after that, I kind of, uh, I got to one of the other towns. I forget which town I went to first. Uh, might even Bruma or something. Oh, I did. Um, so early on, you get the amulet. You got to give to Joffrey. So I did go and do that part of the main quest. Um, but they they were like, oh, you got to head to Kvatch. And I'm like, yeah, nah, I'm not really ready to do Kvatch yet. That's that's it's a lot of commitment. I don't know. I don't want to make that commitment yet. So I decided to wander off and go to the, all the mages guilds. And I went, fast traveled to each town and did the mages guild quest in order to um, get into the arcane university in the city there. So, you know, cities are dangerous places. Kind of avoid those at all costs. But, so, I, I kind of went around and did that. Um, Bravo Mages Guild. You had to, there was somebody who stole staff. You had to go get it. Um, 
I think, oh, while I was at Bravo, I ended up doing the one where the guy goes missing and you find out people are hunting people in a fort. So I did that quest. I'd done that previously, just recently. But um, that's a cool one. Uh, it was a bit of a battle at the end. Like I said, the bow in Oblivion is nowhere near what happens in Skyrim. Uh, you just it, It's not as powerful in any way. It's not as easy to use. Um, you cannot... <laughs> um, what, hmm, what? How do I put? I can't even think of the word. Uh, when once you draw it back, it, it's shooting the arrow. It doesn't matter what you do. So, and I, you go through fucking arrows like mad in this game. Oh, I went through so many. Um, but anyway, I used the bow a lot in uh, Cotton Hunt and with the detect life spell. So that that helped a lot because it was in the dark. Because the places in Oblivion are much darker than they are in Skyrim. Um, then I got to, what the heck? Oh, Bravo again. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it was a Bravo. And also there was another quest, uh, Nightmare Darkly, which is a cool puzzle quest in town where a guy's trapped in his dreams, which, uh, I really dug that one. I played that, I think on my last playthrough as well. Um, but I, I like it because it's a fun quest. It's a puzzle quest. There's a little battle in it in the beginning. You do have to battle in the beginning. But um, it's not super difficult when you think about it. But, uh, yeah, I, I really uh, I really like it. I, I wish there was more puzzle quests in uh, Skyrim like this. So um, then I did, uh, let's see, I got them all. But I, I did Coral also. Coral was a cool one. It was Fingers of the Mountain. And you have a choice on who you give like this book to and all that. So I shunned Arana and just gave the book to um, Tikas at the guild and got my recommendation. Um, Skingrad, I had to go find Arathor at uh, some caves, which I did. Um, he was stuck in there with some uh, zombies. And the Arcane University... I finally get to the Arcane University, and they're like, oh, you got to go get a staff. You go to this cave, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. So I get over there, and then you go through, crawl through the cave, um, and you come out and go through it, and it's, uh, let's see, I think there's a couple headless zombies and some other types of zombies, some necromancers. And you're like, hmm, something weird going on here. Why would he send me here with necromancers? So... I get through the cave, you come out the other side, and you're on this, like, you're on an island. And it's like, whoa. And here comes Mrs. Necromancer. <laughs> here comes Mrs. Necromancer up to you. I was like, ah, what are you doing here? We're going we're gonna to kill you, too, like we did your friends who were supposed to be here uh, making a mage staff. And uh, it's a pretty tough battle because there's three of them. So it took me a bit. I, I it took me a couple times, and I figured out just start shooting her before she even gets there. And I was sneaking; my sneak was pretty high at this point, so I was kind of sneaking, hiding by the door still. So I was able to kill her um, and still maintain enough health where I was able to heal myself. Kind of wait around a bit. It was dark; it was really dark, oh, so dark. And uh, you know, use my detect life. So I was using my detect life. And I was able to pick off the other two necromancers as they, um, you know, 
slowly one was wandering one way the other way um so that that was pretty cool uh, it uh, it took me a while to figure it out because at first i was trying to battle him i was summoning like a, a i have a skeleton i was summoning and that just wasn't going well enough just not strong enough to do it yet um but I was able to pick her off with the bow. I think I had a silver bow and silver arrows at that point. And uh, I was able to take her out and then work on the other two and get the mage staff and get back to the college where they... And I decided to go with a paralyzed staff because I thought that would fit me well. Because it could paralyze people. Because that's pretty cool. But there's so many spells in uh, Oblivion. Oblivion very spell heavy. I like it. Not using a lot of the destruction, but a lot of the other stuff. Like shield, I'm using a lot. Um, starting to use the conjuration. Uh, detect life, I love. That's a great one. Uh, as you get higher up, you know, like chameleon and stuff like that. So I need to get soul trapped. That's what I need to work on. Uh, I have a bunch of soul gems, but I have nothing to trap them with. Uh, right now, my bow has fire damage. My sword has, um, I think, like absorb health. I think that's what it has on it. So I have a dwarven sword that absorbs health. I have a dwarven bow that does fire damage. Uh, I have a feather shoes. Just some light stuff like that. And the potions I have. Um, I'm about to embark. I'm going to continue on with the mage's stuff. And I think I'm also. I've come across the thieves guild. So I'm going to head over that. Head over to the uh, waterfront there. And wait in the garden and kind of try and start getting into that story as well. I stumbled upon Thorinir because I was using his uh, stump to hide stuff in because it's a safe container and uh, where he meets up with the guy behind uh, Rinvald's staffs or I think it's something like that. The staff store in uh, the market in Imperial City. So he's meeting with the guy in the garden there and I was just going there to like leave stuff in the stump <laughs> so I could go do something else. And I got sucked into that quest accidentally. So I'm going to go back to that later. I had done that the last time I had done the game. So I'm going to take a break from that and, and do some other stuff. And uh, I, I'll probably be avoiding the uh, main quest for a while. Because last time, man, I remember how it takes so long to get through those Oblivion Gates. Jesus. Oof. Crazy town. So uh, I'll probably be avoiding the main quest for a while. And just uh, doing some major stuff. I uh, might... I'm definitely going to get into the Thieves. Maybe I'll start getting into the uh, Fighters Guild after after I get further along. But um, I have the open very easy lock and open easy lock spells, which is nice. I don't have to mess with anything. Um, other than that, that's, that's kind of how I'm playing it right now. Uh, if anybody has any feedback, obviously, on Oblivion or, Oblivion or Skyrim, feel free to send it in for the uh, next show. Uh, as we get into September, should be a little more regular. Summer's a little tough once uh, once the little one's back in school. <laughs> things will be a little simpler. And have a little more play time and stuff like that. And I, I hope to get back into the round table when they redraw. I just I fell so far behind with vacation and stuff, unfortunately. But uh, it's awesome that those guys are keeping it going. I wish I could be part of that this time. Um. So hopefully next time I'll, I'll be able to hop into that. Summer's just a killer for me. But uh, let's see. What else is there? I'm trying to think about anything else about the game offhand. I'm handling the uh, visuals a little better this time. I figured out it's the camera motion that's the issue. 
it moves incredibly fast relative to how Skyrim moves, and it's obviously not as smooth. So that's where it creates the issue for me in uh, first person. So I've kind of figured out how to limit that issue, so so that's been good. Um, Mud Crab's not that tough in Oblivion, which is awesome. But skeletons, holy shit, I came across these two skeletons in, uh, I forget where I was at. They're in one of the forts, maybe like Fort Ash or something like that. But um, I'm crawling through there, and man, they are like drawing on me, like shooting arrows like freaking machine guns. I'm like, damn. Because I'm trying to, like, hide behind a pillar, sneak out, shoot them. Pillar, sneak out, shoot them. And, like, I'm peeking out, and they're shooting two arrows as I'm peeking out. I'm like, damn, I can't even draw that fast. So, that was a tough, that was really tough. Uh, that, I, I forget what exactly what Florida it was in, but, man, it was a son of a bitch. So, that's where I'm sitting. I'm going to be continuing on with some Oblivion, and once... The round table does the redraw. I'm going to hop back in there. Obviously, we'll have a academy coming up this week with Ben, which is awesome. He's doing an awesome job with that. Sorry I fucked up the audio, everybody. Um, <laughs> that was my bad completely. Uh, also, round table will be coming up at some point this week. I know Blake was working on it. There was some issues he was having. So hopefully he's uh, having fun with that. <laughs> we all love editing. Um, so thanks to all those guys for doing that. Amazing. Just everybody who's involved with that. Amazing. Also, I don't want to say just guys, men and women who are involved with that. That is just, I can't tell you how much I appreciate like everybody that's involved and, and does stuff like that. Or even people who just listen. I mean, it's, it's awesome. And, uh, I'm glad it's fun enough to, uh, participate. Uh, also Andrew was on chatterbox last week. Um, chatterboxpodcast.com or if you search chatterbox on uh, iTunes it's uh, two words chatter then box up mm, oh, there's a new show on uh, Metal Shark Studios as well um, Eric and the Legion it's like an audio comic book uh, pretty cool check it out so that's all I got for now you can join the Facebook group if you are on Facebook and like that kind of stuff we have some good discussions over there Facebook.com slash um, groups slash Skyrimatic Podcast, I think. Or just search Skyrimatic Podcast. It should come up. Uh, you can email the show, Podcast gmail.com. Or follow it on Twitter, Skyrimatic, I believe is what it is. And uh, there I usually just post show stuff. Sometimes I'll post while I'm playing, random stuff. Um, and other than that, check out... Uh, Oh, I was on Intro to X. That's what it was. I was on Intro to X yesterday. So if you're an X-Files fan, I uh, did an episode for Small Potatoes. And uh, that was a good time. Some audio issues. <laughs> Skype was being a bitch, but it was a good time. So next time, more Oblivion. Uh, probably more Mages Guild. I think I think that's where I'm going to be focusing. Maybe some Thieves Guild. So if you have any Oblivion stuff, feel free to send it on in. Or, you know, ESO, whatever. Whatever you're playing. Send it on in. I'm cool with that. Mods, whatever. As always, it's always welcome. And uh, thanks, thanks everybody for listening. Yes, I'm. I'm still in oblivion. I believe uh, last time I was kind of getting into the major stuff. I hopped out of that and ended up at the Thieves Guild. 
and um, I went all the way through the Thieves Guild, so I'm going to talk completely about the uh, Thieves Guild quest this time, um, and all the, or the, you know, the run of quests through the Thieves Guild, I should say. So anyway, let me go over my character a bit, uh, my good old, uh, what am I? I figure I'm some kind of elf. Um, I am, I gotta open my photos, sorry about that, because <clears throat> I, uh, took a little screen caps of what, oh yes, I'm a wood elf, that's right, had forgotten. Um, so, wood elf, first sign thief, um, let's see. My strength is up to a 67. Uh, I'm a level 19 right now, overall. Strength is lagging behind, I'm sorry, at 47. Uh, I've put most of my stuff into agility, speed, uh, and intelligence. Intelligence is 81. Agility, 95. Speed, 70. Endurance, 62. So th those are the higher ones. The other stuff kind of in the 40s and 50s. And luck is all the way up to 56, because you got to be lucky. Um, let's see. Other skills. My major skills. Uh, sneak is 125, but I think that's because I'm wearing the cowl. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> to the end of the podcast, I have the cowl. Uh, my blade is 51, because I have the cowl, so it boosts it up a little bit. Uh, Alchemy, pretty high, 66. Marksman, 63. Speechcraft, 59. Uh, Resto is lagging behind it. Good old 36. Uh, ba -ba -ba, let's see. My minor skills, hand-to-hand -hand is still almost nothing because I don't use it. Armor, I'm at 32. I really got to get that up so I can fix my enchanted gear. Heavy armor, 45. Conjuration, 35. Alteration, 40. Block is 30 as well. Uh, let's see. Some of my other ones that I'm kind of focusing on. Destruction, I'm not really... F I'm at 15. I've used it a little bit of late. Mysticism is uh, 62. Um, obviously, I use that quite a bit. Sorry, i got to adjust my mic. I screwed that up. Um, acrobatics, 34. I'm quite the acrobat. Uh, and security, 45. Uh, mercantile is about the same too, about in the 40s, I think. No, I'm sorry, 26 for Mercantile. Wow, I suck at buying stuff. Um, in the Thieves Guild, I am the Grey Fox. In the Arena, I am a Brawler. And at the Mages Guild, I am still Journeyman. Because I abandoned both the Arena and Mages Guild. Because the Thieves are just way more awesome. Uh, let's see, 52 days passed. I have 22 active quests. I've completed 32. Uh, novice skills, apprentice skills, expert master skills. My bounty is 500 because I'm in, in this uh, current screen cap. I'm wearing the cow. Once I take that off, it should be zero. Um, infamy is 100 because I'm the gray fox right this second. Days in jail, zero. I've stolen a lot of stuff because it's fun to steal stuff in Oblivion. Um, I've killed uh, 124 people. Oh, and I did get an invite from the Dark Brotherhood in during the uh, Thieves Guild. I didn't kill anybody I wasn't supposed to, like, you know, because I'll have to pay the blood price. But I did get an invite. So I will be hopping into Dark Brotherhood after this, as a matter of fact. Um, let's see. Book Shred, House is Owned. 
I don't own any houses or horses for that matter. Um, locks picked. I've picked 130 and broken 556 lock picks. <laughs> I think I did all those last night or the other night, I should say. Um, <laughs> let's see. Eh, none of those are important. Okay. That's all of my quest stuff. So, or my uh, stats kind of stuff. Anyway, so yeah, I had uh, started the Thieves Guild quest. I'm not sure how far, I don't think I got very far along the last time I recorded. But anyway, so I'll go from the beginning. So I find out the Thieves Guild um, exists, and I get an invite, and I go meet Armand Christophe over at uh, City Isle out there at the waterfront. And there's three of us meeting up with him, and he's like, uh, look, if you want to join the Thieves Guild, uh, the first person to bring back X, uh, what's it, or what'd you have to steal? Somebody's journal or something like that. Oh, uh, the diary. Amantius Electus diary. So you got to steal his diary. There's three of you, and you're off to the races. Uh, me, I got there, and I didn't have any lockpicks, so I had to go all the way back and buy some lockpicks. So that really didn't help me. But I don't think you can get there before the person anyway. Um, so you get there. Amuse, Amuse, I guess is his name, Zinargonian, and um, Mithredrel, Mithredhel, Mithredhel. It's, she's a Bosmer. Those are your uh, two competitors. And you'll see them many more times during the story. So you got to steal this diary. I go there. I get in. Uh, it's gone. And always use the beggars. They tell you where to go. It's a great thing. Um, so I got there, and she had beaten me. I, I guess you can. I don't know if you can beat her there or not, honestly. it's uh, I, You probably can, but I certainly didn't So <laughs> because I got there and screwed up. And had to leave. So you actually can go to her house and steal it from her. Which isn't super easy. Um, because whoever was living with her. Which I forget the person's name. They decided to attack me. So I ran outside. And then the guards started attacking them. And I killed them. And it was okay. Because they were attacking me first. So. So I get the diary. I bring it to Armand. And he's like. Alright cool. You're in. Um. I have some other stuff for you. Uh, I have a, uh, you know, oops, clicked off a window. Hold on. Sorry about that. I was reading my stuff and I clicked off the window. Yeah, so I have a uh, another quest for you that you can complete here and, uh, you know, we'll get you on your way. You got to untax the poor. Um, Harmonious Lex, the evil doer, or actually he's just a cop, really. One of the guards there in good old Imperial City. He's the lead guard. Uh, he's he's taxing the residents of the Waterfront District. Not, you know? So you got to go get that. You got to go get his ledger and some money so they can give the uh, money back to the people. In the end, you just keep the money. It's not a lot. It's like 50 gold or something like that. It's not, not a whole lot. So after you complete that, move on to uh, Scriva, who... I believe is in Brazil, if I'm not mistaken, or Bruma. Um, I forget which one she's in. 
But anyway, you go speak with her, and she gives you a bunch of quests also, so you go through that. And you have to get up to a certain point. Um, you have to fence a certain amount of gold in order to continue on with quests. So, you know, with her, you have to get a... You have to recover a ring that was stolen by a Muse. Um, then you have to help the waterfront get back to normal because uh, the guards are crawling all over around it. Uh, then uh, Lost Histories, you have to... I forget what that one is. You have to... Um, Oh, you have to find a book. That's right. It's in uh, Castle Skingrad's uh, dungeon. But uh, all of them, uh, really, each quest is really nicely. Yeah, and Scriva is in Breville. Um, just they're all, you know, you got a lot of people you got to talk to, really in depth. Um, I've, I finally kind of got the lock picking back down again. I used to be really good at it in the past. It's way different than Skyrim, obviously. You have the tumblers and all. Uh, if you get a rhythm, it's pretty good, and you know you can figure it out pretty simply. But man, if you get in a bad rhythm, you are breaking lock picks left and goddamn right. Um, I get in those funks every once in a while when I'm like trying to rush and not really paying attention. But um, you know, so, so you're visiting different castles in each of the cities, and sometimes there's secret passages in each of them, depending on the quest you're doing. And it's just each one that can take a you know couple hours depending on the length of the quest even with fast traveling and i fast traveled through the entire storyline um for the most part so because you're hopping from city to city you know going from anvil to braville to imperial city to Lewin to um all the way up north somewhere for some um what those uh what are those monks called <sighs> what are those monks the guys moth priests <laughs> the guys in skyrim um, so yeah, so eventually after you get past Scriva, you got to fence a certain amount of gold, blah, blah, blah. And it, as you fence more gold, you get more quests. Eventually you have to get her, her, Heronimus Lex. Uh, you have to get him moved to Anvil, reassigned to Anvil. That's one of your big quests. And you have to get a, a set of, uh, candidates forged. And I, that's an anvil, and there's an abandoned house where you have to go into there. I had passed that house before, and I'm like, man, I remember that house from something, and that's what it's from. Um, it's a pretty cool quest. While I was there, while I was in Anvil, they have there's that ship out in the uh, at the docks there, and they have a little ghost issue. And man, oh man, the ghosts are still hard. I've, I've enchanted stuff now, so I can fight the ghosts. Um, yeah, you either need silver or enchanted items, weapons, to fight ghosts. Otherwise, you will do no damage to them. But even with the silver arrows and an enchanted bow, it took, like, an insane amount of shots to get these guys down. So I was conjuring my little, uh, I was going to call it a scrotum, but that's not what it is. It, I believe it's a scamp. I don't know why I was going to, why that popped in my head. I did not conjure a scrotum. I conjured a scamp, and we battled some ghosts together. And there's uh, six of them in the ship, I believe. I don't know. Something like that. There's some on the first floor. And then, of course, I went all the way downstairs, but I didn't have to go. Um, but I've, I cleared out that quest. That's a fun one. Very tough. Uh, not not super long. It's just kind of a battle quest. But if you do it, make sure you have silver or 
enchantments. Of course, I'm sure 90% of you have played this already. But if you haven't, it's just a tip for Oblivion. you got to have silver or enchanted stuff to battle ghosts or ghostly-like creatures. So anyway, I get Hermes Lex. He's, he's sent off to Anvil. So the Thieves Guild can get back in order. He is none too happy, but you know what? He's got to do his job. He's just got to do it. So you finally get to meet up with Gray Fox. Uh, he's like, all right, come visit. Somebody tells you, all right, Gray Fox wants to come see you. Um, he's got some stuff for you. You know, you got to fence a certain amount. After you've fenced, um, to get to the ultimate heist, you need to have fenced 1,000 gold. But it really doesn't take much to do that. So I, I just fence all the stuff really quickly, as much money as possible really quickly, so that, you know, I don't have to wait each time. I could just move through the quest line. So I, I think I... I had already fenced a thousand um, quite early on, so I, I didn't really have to worry about it because I, I was making, I wanted to make some money on it. So, uh, so anyway, I was already up to a thousand, so I didn't have to do anything to get through his quest line because his goes from like six hundred to a thousand. But uh, so the first quest he gives you is turning blind eye, um, Mithedral, Mithre- I think I'm saying her name right, Mithredral, Mithredhel. She gives you a message. So you got to meet Gray Fox and Bruma. And this is where you got to go to the Temple of the Ancestor Moss. Great quest. Loved this. I got up there, though. And I ran from Bruma over um, because they're both about the same about the same latitude north, I believe. Um, so you kind of got to run across the mountains. I came across this great camp where I got some awesome... There's these two dudes there. They had like elven gear, glass swords, all kinds of cool stuff. So I killed them. They were fighting me anyway. And I took their stuff. So I, I got all the way up to the Moth Priest. And I was pretty beat. Um, some bears had run after me. I had to battle a bunch of bears on the way. Oh, that's what it was. Two bears were chasing me, and I ran through these guys' camp, and then the bears... I jumped up on a rock where the bears couldn't get me, and then the guys were too busy fighting the bears to attack me, so I killed them all with arrows from up on the rock. So it worked out well. I got some good gear out of it. Um, then another bear came along and chased me up to the moss priest's area, but I, I ditched him, and then eventually killed him. But um, So you get up to the moss priest, you go and you talk to one of them, you're like, hey, you know, oh, yeah, it's a really cool place, I'd like to visit. I had to go all the way back first, though, to dump a bunch of stuff, but anyway, I came back. Uh, and he'll get, he'll let you in to the, uh, catacombs so you can get Sevilla's stone. Um, so you have to kind of maneuver the whole thing. Uh, a lot of sneaking. Definitely a lot of sneaking involved. Uh, there's a lot of moth priests floating around in there. There's... Yeah, I'm trying to think. Did I skip the one? There's one. Oh, God. I think that's coming up. Ooh, that was a motherfucker, that one. Anyway. So, anyway, you got to sneak all the way through. You finally get to the end of it. A lot of corridors and stuff like that. Really awesome. I really enjoyed it. Um, I had a pretty high-level sneak, so I was able to get through pretty quickly. And so I went up. I was able to get into this one chamber, and there's a moss priest down in the center. The stone's kind of next to him. There's these other two stones that are, like, shooting shit at you. 
Uh, so I was able to sneak around, get down there, get the Sevilla Stone, and get the heck out of Dodge, and get back to, um, obviously, what's his name? The Gray Fox. So I took care of that quest. I enjoyed that one quite a bit. I like the sneaking ones where it's a challenge to get through. And um, so that, you know, that was, uh, you know, it was kind of right up my alley doing the whole whole thieves thing. Uh, next up from the Gray Fox is Arrow of Extrication. And this one. So you meet up with the Gray Fox in a different town, the Imperial City this time. And you have to go find this guy, Father Aaron, and he works in Breville at the castle. So you have to sneak into his office, and then you find a secret passage and out to this tower he has. Ah, well, this son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. I now remember this. I, I kind of remembered this when I got to the part that was kind of a pain in the ass. So... He's got like this whole secret passageway out to this tower he's got. And um, it's underground tunnels, blah, blah, blah. Then you got to swim underwater at this one part. So I get all the way. There's a bunch of locked doors that you can't get through. You need a key. There is no key. Don't even look for the fucking key. There is none. So there's this one part where you can dive down. I had no water breathing. I had to restart this thing like four times. First, I forgot the goddamn... Lock picks. I had like four lock picks when I got in there, and that was stupid. Then I came back and didn't have water breathing, and I needed to dive all the way under water for like ever. And so that didn't go well. So I had to go back and get water breathing. And eventually I got back here to where I was in the middle of the maze, and you have to dive underwater and find the secret passage. Well, it is so easy to blow past the secret passage you need to go into, it's not even funny. So you dive all the way to the bottom. You're like, oh, I just got to go all the way to the bottom. That's what you're supposed to do. You go through the little secret hole in the bottom, and there's a giant slaughterfish down there that kicks your ass. Well, so I beat him, and there's a door. I'm like, well, I must have to go out the door. So I got the door, and I'm in the middle of the lake, and I'm nowhere where I'm supposed to be. Now I got to go back in the door and find this secret passage. The fucking secret passage is, like, on the wall to the left right as you dive down, and it's so easy to miss it's not even funny. And it was very frustrating, as you can tell. So anyway, I get to the tower, uh, finally. And I'm at the lair, the wizard's lair. There's all kinds of Dramora and conjurers and shit there and spider people, whatever they were. And so at first I was, I, I took my time doing this. I'm like, all right, I'll be sneaky. I'll try and pick them off one by one. And it just wasn't working. So I killed the two on the first floor that happened to be there and then ran all the way to the top of the tower where I didn't need to go and tried battling up there and knocking them off up there. Uh, I was able to jump across the way because it's kind of a broken fort tower. So they didn't come the Dramora uh, and stuff didn't come across and danger creatures didn't come across. So I kind of was able to shoot some arrows from across the way, but then I'm like, oh, this is taking forever, and I'm almost out of arrows. What in the fuck? Where is this stuff? So finally I realized it. I'm like, let me check the other floors. I, I jumped down. I checked the third floor. It's not there. Finally, it's on the second floor. So 
I start over and I reload as I enter the place um, just because I was all screwed up and had nothing left. And I was just like, all right, let, let me refigure what I'm going to do here. So basically, I killed the two enemies on the first floor, ground floor, and just said, uh, you know what? I'm going to run, take it, and get the hell out of there. <laughs> so forget sneaking. Oh, you know what it was? I ended up killing uh, Father Saren. And I got a uh, blood uh, cost or whatever the hell it's called from the thieves guild. I'm like, ugh. I'm like, fuck that. I'm like, ugh. So I said, you know what? Here's what I'm gonna do. And then I get killed by a dromor or something. Anyway, uh, I'm like, all right. I'm running up steps. I'm stealing the goddamn thing. I'm stealing the key, and I'm running out the door, and that's it. So I get in, I kill the two on the first floor, run up the second floor, steal the two things, jump down, run out the door, and he's like, ah, what are you doing? You steal myself ah! But I was gone, and it didn't matter. So I got it, and I got back, and I was safe and sound. But, uh, man, the caves to get to there are pretty far. It's it's pretty good going through the, uh, like, grotto and the uh, basically the underground chamber to get to there. The underground passage to get there is pretty cool. Um, you can battle everything. You can sneak past stuff. I mean, it's up to you how you play it. Um, I did most of it sneaking. I, I kind of enjoyed it. So so that was pretty cool. Um, up next is another item he needs for some, I don't know, something he's up to. You know, he's, he's very secretive. He's, he's in a cowl. You know, he's the gray fox. So you meet up with him and he's like, All right. I need you to find these boots of Spring Heel Jack. And you got to talk to this dude in Chaden Hall. Or you meet the Gray Fox in Chaden Hall, and you got to talk, to, you got to find this dude who's in, um, eventually find out he's in the, a relative of Spring Heel Jack is in the Imperial City. So you can break into his house. Um, I broke into his house and ran upstairs and talked to him. And I didn't get kicked out or anything. And I found out, and he gave me, the, like, the key to his uh, catacombs under his house. So I was able to sneak back under there. And this one was awesome. I got tons of great gear out of this one. So I got under the catacombs and sneaking through. And there are some, there's, like, three chambers down there. Um, so there's a couple wolves uh, some vampires. So picked a bunch of them off and I would like kill a couple of them and I would have too much stuff. I was over encumbered. I'd like ebony gear, all kinds of stuff. So I'd run and stick that in the hollowed out stump that I always put it behind under uh, like reindeer staffs behind the staffs and the, uh, discount Edgar's discount spells. There's a stump there that's safe, uh, storage. So that's my storage. That's my, like my house back there. Uh, so every time I would get enough gear where I was overloaded, I'd go back there. And then finally I got to the final chamber where the spring heel jack stuff was. So I go in, I, I sneak in there. I got, I have a, uh, I don't No, I don't at this point have that on. So I'm sneaking in there. I pick up a book, I read it and I find out that, um, Jackman, the dude I took the key from, uh, he is Springheel Jack, and he's a vampire, which I should have guessed with all the vampires down there, because how would he not know that there was a bunch of vampires down there? 
So anyway, he comes and appears and starts attacking your ass after you read the book. And he's wearing, uh, I believe, some chameleon armor. So it took a couple times for me to get that battle down. Um, I'd read the book and then try and prepare for it. I had a nice uh, two-handed sword with some health absorb that I was using. So eventually I, I was able to figure it out and got a good strategy down. And kind of took him out before he started attacking me. Um, and I started losing track of him. So, Gray Fox, he's super happy. Happy. <laughs> he's super happy and says capital. Um, and he's like, all right, you know, you did that for me. Guess what? We're going to do the ultimate heist. How do you like that? How do you like the ultimate heist? And I'm like, hmm, sounds good. I'm a thief. Why wouldn't I like the ultimate heist? So, Ultimate Heist, amazingly long. <laughs> amazingly long. So basically, you're going to steal an Elder Scroll. Uh, so after you fence the thousand gold, like I said previously, he'll he'll contact you for a mission. Uh, that's a thousand total gold over the entire mission. You don't have to like like I think the first one's like two hundred or something. It doesn't add up. It's just a running total. So anyway, you have to sneak into the Imperial Palace basement and yeah, and activate the Glass of Time, which is a giant hourglass, so you can get into the secret Old Way passage, and then the Lost Catacombs to the Hall of Apox. And then you have to get into the Elder Library, get the Elder Scroll, pretend to be somebody, and then get the heck out of there. So, all right. I start off, I'm like, all right, let me load up on everything I'll need. So I have the uh, an Elven armor with 25% Chameleon on it. So I'm able to sneak quite well and nothing can see me. 25% Chameleon's pretty damn good, actually. it's uh, You're nearly invisible. Um, I made sure I stocked up on arrows in case I was going to fight. I also stocked up on lockpicks and brought like 150 with me because <laughs> there is a lot of lockpicking under there. And there's a lot of hard lockpicks too. It's not just lockpicks. It's a lot of hard locks to pick. So anyway, there's all that. And um, at first... Um, you see summon Jews, you go see the Great Fox, you meet them in Imperial City, lays out the plans, you go, you sneak. The first task is just to sneak into the Imperial Palace. That's relatively simple. You sneak downstairs and you activate the Glass of Time. The Hall Epoch is pretty tough. Uh, the old way is uh, pretty killer because it's, there's a, you can either fight a lot, it's mostly through the sewers. You go through the palace sewers, and, and there's a lot of enemies under there. There's uh, undead. There's all kinds of what are. And when you get into the catacombs, there's um, all kind. I'm trying to think of the names of those things. Um, like kind of Daedric creatures and Dramora and. Uh, things like that so i did a lot of sneaking the catacombs were pretty dark so i was able to sneak around pretty well and uh once you get into the hall of epochs after you get through the catacombs um you can there, there's a bunch of different th things you can do in there 
So, well, there's a bunch of different ways you can play, obviously. You can battle or you can sneak. I snuck. So you, when you get into the whole epoch, so you get in the first room, there's a couple buttons you got to push and you jump back down. Uh, the boots of Springheel Jack come in handy during one part of this. I forget. There was some somewhere you had to jump up to push a button. You needed the boots of Springheel Jack because they give you extra acrobatics, I believe, or something like that. So I used those. They went well. So you get into the next room. And there's three statues at the other end. There's uh, some kind of ghost in the middle. And there's a spot where you got to shoot an arrow from into a keyhole in the statue that's in the middle on the other side. So you can't get to it. There's these two giant blocks blocking the way. So I'm looking around, looking around. I walked past the gate to go into a different area like 40 fucking times and missed it. I don't know how. This was just stupidity on my part. I spent a half hour looking for, like, a way through these blocks. And I just kept walking past the gate, looking at the wrong direction and missing it. So eventually I found the gate and went in it. And there's two buttons within this secondary area of the whole epochs. And there's, uh, again, a lot of stuff that I just snuck past. Uh, the first time it glitched on me and only one of the giant blocks moved partially, not fully. <laughs> And the gates didn't come down to get to the pressure plate I needed to stand on to shoot the arrow. So I had to restart and do it all over again uh, because uh, there was a bit of a glitch. So basically you stand on this pressure plate and it warns you. It's like, yeah, you only got one of those arrows of extrication. You're going to need to practice first. So you'll see you'll be standing across the way and the statue is there. And you'll see a little light on it. And don't aim right for it because it will not go in. <laughs> So definitely waste a couple arrows and, and get it down. Uh, you'll, you'll see it hitting the statue. You'll see like a little light up. And if you get it right, it'll make like a bonk sound. Yeah, real classy sound. So anyway, finally hit it. And I'm like, all right, get the arrow out and and hit that. And this, I mean, this is a long crawl through here. A really long crawl to get through that whole area. And you're not even done. You're not even close to done. So you get into, you know, after you get through the old way and the whole V-Box, you're into, uh, I guess it would be the um, Imperial Library. <clears throat> Sorry, getting a little dry. So you get into there. You have to go into the, you'll come out in the uh, guard quarter, so you got to sneak. It's obviously, Chameleon on still. Still boots of spring heel jack. So I Sneak through. Um, you'll you'll come upon two uh, moth priests sitting down. You have to find the one that has the lever next to him. You pull that, and then you go into the library and just sit down in the chair you're supposed to sit down. Now, the good thing is the gray fox gives you a list of instructions, and you just follow along with them, basically. They're really long instructions. So you go down, you sit down. They think you're somebody else. They hand you the Elder Scroll. They're blind. They're moth priests. They don't know. They don't know who you are. Don't say anything. Don't tell them. Don't talk. What if you're supposed to be a woman? Or, you know, what if you're a man supposed to be... Or what if you're a woman supposed to be a man? Not to spoil anything. Anyway. So you get that. The uh, good old Elder Scroll. Sneak upstairs. Get the hell out of the library. Make sure you still have lockpicks. <laughs> And then you have to sneak out and get out back to the old way. Um, now, to get back to the old way is 
you still have to have the boots of Spring Hill Jack on because if you don't, you're dead. So do that and then get back to the Gray Fox and you're like, all right, here, I got your stuff for you. I got the Elder Scroll. And he gives you another task. He gives you a ring. And he's like, here, go give this to the Countess of Anvil. And it's a whole story. And you find out he was uh, Count Umbernox. He was her husband. So he gives up the Gray Fox thing and passes it on to you. And you are now the Gray Fox. So when you wear the mask, you're a criminal. When you take it off, they don't know who you are. They don't know that you're the Gray Fox. You put it on, they're like, hey, Gray Fox, you take it off right there. And they're like, hey, what's going on? What are you doing here? Put it back on, Gray Fox again. It's pretty awesome. Although there's something wrong (laughs) for me because I had it on when I came out, when I got to the Imperial City and I forgot. uh, Because I went back to see, you know, made the guild and all that, see where my quarters are and yeah, I got the guild quarters now, so actually I actually have a place to lay my head. Um, and the guards saw me, and I'm like, oh, shit. So I take off the mask, and they still kept chasing me. The one guard kept chasing me all through the houses. and other. I'm like, I don't think he's supposed to recognize me anymore. Something's wrong. So a little glitch there. Uh, he's still recognizing me. So I, I, that's where I kind of left off, actually. I, I checked out my guild quarters, and I was being chased by a guard. So... I thoroughly enjoyed. I want to go over a couple aspects and kind of compare and contrast with Skyrim a bit. First of all, the length of the Thieves Guild quest in Oblivion compared to Skyrim is exponentially longer. Way more in depth. Um, I enjoyed it much, much more. From different points of view, I can see where lockpicking is more frustrating and more fun. It's definitely more frustrating. You break a shit ton of lockpicks if you're not good at it. Um, and I don't know how it is playing on a computer, uh, like a mouse and keyboard. I, it might be a much harder lock picking. So, but with the controller, you can kind of get a rhythm. So, I, I don't know how it is mouse and keyboard wise. But I prefer, I, you know, I think I prefer the Skyrim lock picking game to Oblivion's. But Oblivion's, I, I, I take a sick joy in it. <laughs> I guess I don't know. But you also have the alternative of the spells in Oblivion where you can get open easy lock, you know, open all average lock, hard lock, all that stuff. So so you do have that separate option in Oblivion that you don't have in Skyrim. Um, as far as the quest story itself, I was I enjoyed it. I like aspects of the Thieves Go quest in Skyrim for sure. I wish it would get I just wish it was a little deeper into the story, you know. Um, I, I like the revenge tale. I like, uh, you know, the kind of people coming back from the dead tale kind of thing and the nightingales and all that. Uh, I just found this one much more challenging and a much, uh, a better variety of missions, I would say. You know, you're stealing things, but there's a lot more that goes into it. It's definitely more of a challenge and that freaking hidden passageway was a pain in the balls. But um, overall, I, I prefer it to Skyrim's. Uh, not all quests do I prefer, but this one I definitely do. Um, for many reasons, length of it, detail of it, uh, the missions. Um, I think being a thief, I enjoy more in Oblivion than I do Skyrim. I think I enjoy the murdering in Skyrim more than I enjoy <laughs> the thieving in Skyrim. And it's vice versa, I think, in uh, Oblivion. I'm not sure why. 
But uh, yeah, I'm going to move on to the Dark Brotherhood next. I'm gonna, since I'm a sneaky guy, got my chameleon stuff, I'm going to do uh, some killing. You know, I will not be wearing my Gray Fox cowl while doing that because I don't want to get in, get the Gray Fox in murder trouble. Um, but that, that's kind of where I'm moving next. I, I I was going to go through the mages, but I've, I enjoy these two, and I really want to do the Dark Brotherhood and compare it to the one in Skyrim. Um, yeah, I'm not slighting the quests in Skyrim. I enjoy them. I just, I think the faction or the, like the guild type quests in Skyrim lack a bit. And the depth of this one reminded me of what was, what's missing, you know, kind of that extra bit of story, uh, the extra detail, the extra length of the quest, the difficulty, they aren't just dungeon crawls. There's a little more to them. Um, so that, that's just kind of how I felt about those. And man, this is a long one for a solo one. Holy shit snacks. Anyway, I think I'll wrap it up here. And uh, if anybody has any Oblivion, ESO, Skyrim, Daggerfall, Morrowind, whatever you want, any feedback of such, please send it in skyrimpodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you head over to MetalSharkStudios.blogspot.com and check out all the shows over there. Earwash, going strong, loving that show, uh, especially when they listen to my recommendations. <laughs> um, also, Eric and the Legion over there. Don't forget that. And I think Blake's coming up with something new. Um, other than that, I can't think of anything offhand. Check out my fire. Oh, I was on... Uh, I was on X-File two weeks ago. I was supposed to be on last week. Sorry. My brain fried. Anyway, intro to X. Check that out. I was on there a couple weeks ago. If you watch X-Files. And check out Maya Fireprints on Etsy. Claire does the artwork. Did the artwork for the show. And she's a, a host on Intro to X as well. And CarniCast, the Carnival podcast. Uh, other than that, you can uh, join the Facebook group. If you are on Facebook. I understand if you are not. Or you do not wish to join. That is perfectly your choice. It's a uh, search Skyrimatic podcast on Facebook. It should pop up. Um, there's a Twitter. I think it's a Skyrimatic on Twitter. Uh, just usually use it for a lot of ums. Sorry about that. Usually use it for posting shows and such. Uh, and then little random thoughts as I'm playing. Things like that. So. We had a recent Chatterbox podcast. Chatterboxpodcast.com. Check that out if you wish. Join in discussions over there. We'll probably be talking Doctor Who and stuff next time. Doctor Who, um, wrapping up the leftovers, all kinds of things like that. So we do that kind of thing. We talk about whatever we want. Andrew was on uh, the last one, I believe, the last episode. One of our biannual episodes, seemingly. So that's all I got this time. Anybody has any feedback for anything, feel free to send it in. Probably be recording next week at some point. I happened to get a shit ton of play time in last week because I was laid up in bed <laughs> with a back issue. So that allowed me to get through the entire Thieves Guild. But uh, if you're playing along Oblivion, definitely join in. If you can send in something, that would be awesome. Or anything else that you're playing. So uh, take care, everyone. Goodbye. Hello. What's going on? All right. So I'm still playing Oblivion. Uh, let's see. Finished up. Thieves. 
I was going to start um, Dark Brotherhood. I went and killed the guy at the Ill, uh, Inn of Ill Omen. Say that quickly multiple times. Uh, so I went and killed him. Uh, but then I didn't uh, progress beyond that. I still have to go to, I have to head over to Chaden Hall to meet up with the gang and uh, get led into the guild and all that stuff. And instead I went and I uh, finished the arena because uh, I was part way into that. So I figured, ah, you know what, let me hop over to the good old arena. Let me let me do some of that. Uh, I think when I picked up, I was like a brawler or something. So I blew through it pretty quickly with uh, archery and conjuration. Uh, I think I'm like a level 22, 23 maybe, something like that, maybe 21, I'm not sure, in that range. Anyway, when I went back to the arena, I was probably around a 19 to 20. Um, maybe I'm like 21. You know, you don't level super fast in this, as we all know. But uh, yeah, I blew through it pretty quickly, other than the battles, uh, the three-person battles. Um when you get to the gladiator level, you have the three Argonians, you get a battle. Uh, the end of the hero level, you have the um, two Dunmer and the uh, yellow team's champion that you have to battle. So those were tougher ones. Uh, the one with the uh, the end of the hero one right before you fight Gronak, uh, Gromalog, uh, Mr. Grey Prince. Um, right before that that battle, you actually they send you a boar to help you. <laughs> They could be a little piggy to help you. But, uh, yeah, so I, I kind of went through that. Most of the time I was able to – what I would do is I would conjure my scamp, um, squat down, shoot some arrows as the person started coming across, and my scamp would finish them off, and I would never even get hit. Uh, that pretty much happened a lot. <laughs> There's a few times it didn't. Uh, the the triple battles were the toughest. I enjoyed those. The threesomes, they were, they were hard to handle. Uh, but I ended up getting through those as well. Um, took a few times, especially with the final one with the, uh, Dunmer and the yellow team champion. That was pretty tough. Uh, the final one, uh, for those of who haven't played it, um, it's, it's pretty, if you've done the Grey Prince story arc or the, uh, quest line, uh, that final match is pretty shitty and he just stands there and wants to die and doesn't do anything. So that's a pretty shitty battle and a pretty shitty way to end that quest line. Um, that's one complaint. <laughs> Other than that, I mean, it's fine. It's just, you know, you're just battling. It's a good time. And then after that, of course, you're the grand champion. And once a week, you can battle creatures. And you can select up to three. And you get paid based on that amount. So uh, anyway, I'm going to hop back into the Dark Brotherhood after that. Um, also, I'll probably be starting up a Dead is Dead character in Skyrim. Um, ben had posted about that uh, a few weeks ago on the Facebook group. And I know Victor had been playing a character about that. So, Victor, if you want to send any feedback about that, it would be great. Um, so, I think I may do that next. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm playing some Oblivion some more for a while, though. I'm, I'm enjoying myself. And I want to get into the Dark Brotherhood. I, w- I want to kind of re-familiarize uh, familiarize myself with all the quests and so I can compare and contrast better with Skyrim. Just, I think it'll be a better idea. I'm actually considering uh, getting an Xbox so I can play Morrowind. I believe it's on Xbox, the regular Xbox because I don't have one anymore. So I may be doing that. I'm not sure. We shall see. We shall see. Maybe I'll get an Atari 2600 and play Daggerfall. Um, so 
I do have some feedback I'm going to get into. It's uh, it's from Colin, so you know it'll be interesting and probably have some very snarky remarks here and there. Uh, I've already listened to it, so I'm going to pop it in, and then uh, I will have a little commentary as well because he brought up some good points. It's uh, about oblivion. So here we go. Hi, guys. Uh, this is Colin. I'm just... Uh Getting in some uh, feedback for the show uh, on a uh, an Oblivion playthrough that I've been uh, doing, because uh, as you know I'm a slave to popular trends. That's why I'm playing this game. Um, I've been playing it for a little bit because it takes quite a long while to get anything done in this game. Because I don't like the fast travel, I like to walk everywhere, and this place is so huge. Uh, it takes a while to get anything done. But the the only problem is that the roads are are empty so you know you'll probably come across like one bandit from one place to another so it doesn't keep you as entertained as what Skyrim does but oh. because it is so big it the, the game like you know one character will last you like a year or two which is um, you get your money's worth definitely so I'm just going to go through some stats uh, and then probably leave it at that because I've all recorded it a couple of other times this feedback and it went on for an age so I'm trying to keep it short so Michael can just tack it on to the end and don't want to, and it, if he doesn't mind then I'll add another one about sort of like missions and quests and things like that later on so my character's name is Kalth as it is with nearly all my characters uh, race is Breton of course because they're the best uh, birth sign is the warrior because of course they're awesome uh, class is battle mage course because they're the best and level 29 uh, health is 409 magicka 248 and stamina or fatigue as it's called here is 337 and then you get into the I don't know what you call them the specialities of this character so his strength is 100 intelligence is 99 but that's showing up in red I think I've got something like something is affecting my character so his intelligence has gone down one because if it shows up in blue I think that's what your skill is if it shows up in red then that's not your skill if something's affecting it and lowering it down so intelligence is at 99 willpower is at 99 agility is 38 and speed is 38 so I'm actually pretty slow but he's always in heavy armor so that's probably why Endurance is 100, personality is 54, and luck is 50. I don't know how luck affects. I think it's like uh, critical hits and things like that. That's what um, luck adds to. So you know, maybe the stuff you find in chests and critical hits when you're in a fight, I think that's what it does. Not too sure. I, I don't bother that much with it. Uh, now, major skills... I, in Blade, I have 36, because the only time I ever use Blade is when I'm running along the road from one place to another, and I do get attacked by something. Uh, I want to keep a nice light weapon, so I'm running as quickly as possible, so I use the Blade of Woe, which I can't get out of my inventory, because it's um, quest locked, and I won't continue the quest to get rid of it, so it's in there, so I keep on using it, and it sucks. It's awful. It's got hardly any bite to it at all. 
blunt, which is uh, mainly your two-handed, but also blunt governs maces as well. So you can have blunt that covers um, war hammers and battle axes, but also maces and axes and things like that they do in your hand. Blade is like swords and things. Uh, alchemy is 93, but I do make a hell of a lot of potions, but I don't use a lot of them. I only ever use uh, sometimes the feather one, if I can remember to make it, and then the rest of them are just healing potions and uh, magic potions. That's it. Uh, all the rest of them I make and then I sell. I don't even know what I make. I just group them all together, two ingredients, make endless amounts of potions and then just sell them all. And uh, even the healing ones I barely ever use, only if I'm in like a big super duper fight will I actually need to. The rest of the time, by the time the fight's over, uh, I'll have like a few, a little bit of health left, and then I can just um, restore my health with Magicka. I don't take the potions. Uh, alteration is a hundred. <coughs> uh, my favourite school is Alteration. Well, probably the most fun school for me is Conjuration, and probably Destruction for some other people. But by far the most useful is Alteration. In this game and in Skyrim, I'd say, is Alteration is probably the most useful school. Uh, this one more, in this game more so, because you've got other skills like uh, uh, Feather, which is Alter your carry weight. So, because I've got 100 and that, I can add 150 carry weight to me. So when I'm clearing out one of those awful, awful... Um, forgotten the name of it now, uh, Oblivion Gates, I can pick up quite a lot of stuff and carry it out of there, if I use uh, jewellery that's increased and potions that increased featherweight, um, and then you've got magic resistance, uh, open locks with uh, magic alteration, and that's an absolute must in this game because the lock picking is horrendous, um, conjuration is at 100 um, destruction is only 54 mysticism 44 uh, that's uh, soul trapping I think and uh, armorer is 75 um, you actually have to keep on a load of hammers with you at all times to be able to fix your uh, your um, your armor because it degrades the more it gets hit which is perfectly reasonable I don't know why they didn't translate that to Skyrim but fair enough um, but as you're going along, the more hits you take, the worse condition your armor gets in. And if it goes all the way down to zero, it doesn't protect you at all. Which is fair enough, so you've got to fix it up. I'm at the point now that when I fix it, I can fix magical stuff. And I can in fix it so it's at 125% efficiency. Or like you know, it gives 125% protection. So it gives you a little bit extra um, so you don't take as much of a beating. Uh, I don't know whether it affects weapons or not. I don't know whether it makes weapons stronger. I'll have to check that out. Um, athletics is 63, which I think governs speed, I think. Uh, block is 25. Hand-to-hand -hand is 12, because although punching people in the face is funny, it's not that helpful. Um, heavy armor is 86. Um... Illusion is 60, Restoration is 63, Acrobatics, sorry, no, that's speed, Acrobatics, yeah, 
it's governed by speed. Uh, that's only 25, so I'm pretty slow moving. But if when you put an alteration spell on your of um, feather, like a uh, carry weight, your speed increases, which that stands pretty fair to me. You know, you've put a spell on yourself that makes you carry more, that everything on you is lighter, then you would move faster. So I'm constantly casting. Um, was a pack mule as the the master one, I think. Uh, light armor is eleven, and marksman is five. Uh, bit of a, a contrast there to uh, Michael's character, I think. Uh, mercantile is thirty-five, and security is twenty-three. I don't even know how that's possible. Uh, sneak is six, and speechcraft is twenty-two. Security is for um, lock picking. Uh, I'm, I might get into that, or I, I might not bore you for the next nine hours on lock picking in this game. Uh, the factions I'm with, I'm with the Blades, and I'm a Knight Brother. I don't know whether that's the maximum I can get because I've already finished the main quest. Can I go back to the Blades and continue doing quests rather than increase that, or is that that? Is that it? Um, the Nine Divines. Um, I'm a pilgrim. Again, I don't know whether I'm finished with that or not. I don't know. Um, with the Mage's Guild, I'm an evoker. I've already got halfway through the Mage's Guild, and then I stopped doing it. Um, which sounds familiar, I know, but it happened completely separately from each other. I was bouncing along, actually sticking with the Mage's Guild, pretty exclusively, just travelling around, going to all the different places doing all the quests so I can get all the recommendations I got the recommendations I went back and then he started like oh go and get your stick and I went nah I don't want, I don't fancy going and get my stick go and get your stick no 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 I'm going to go something else and I think like you know as I was bouncing around after I couldn't be bothered to go and get my stick um, I finished off praying out at all the way shrines so then the Knights of the Nine started up and then I just stuck with that uh, Fighters Guild, I'm only an associate, so yeah, basically I just walked through the door, I went, hey guys, and then did nothing. So, uh, then Knights of the Nine, I'm the Divine Crusader, I'm the, the Mac Daddy of that one. Got the, the, um, what was it, the Perennial White Strike, got his armor, um, which is pretty awesome armor. It's got loads of extra enchantments on it when you fit, wear the full gear. Plus it's got two weapons that comes with it. So it's one that's blade and one that's blunt. So if your specialty is either one of them, then you can definitely use a weapon. The only thing is that I preferred two-handed weapons, whereas the weapon that came with this set was a mace, which is one-handed. But it's alright, I'm starting to like block. Plus you get to keep the um, the shield in one of the hands, so that adds an extra enchantment as well. Oh, the good one is is that the boots have been blessed by Kine, so now animals won't attack me when I'm running through the forest, which is awesome, because they were very annoying. Unless they're controlled by a Spriggan. If they're controlled by a Spriggan, they're attacking you no matter what. And then the last one is Order of the ja Dragon, Champion of Cyrodiil. That's because uh, I completed the main quest. Uh, and I'm just waiting on my dragon armor, I think. I get some special armor from um, Cyrodiil after completing the main quest. I'm just waiting. I'm going to wait two weeks to get that. And, excuse me. <coughs> uh, 
have a little bit of coffee. Ah, nice. Uh, now just the, the old Mickey Lanius. Uh, days pass is 119. Active quests is 26. Quests completed is 66. That's a nice ratio. I like that. Um, skill increases is 699. Training sessions is 1. I don't like taking training sessions. Uh, like paying for training. But I think that's one I actually got for free. Uh, there's this town that you'll find in Oblivion. And when you walk into this town, you will go, I want to kill everybody in this town. You know, you'll be a nice, sort of like, you know, average gentleman. You won't be a psycho, but everybody in that town will deserve to die. Luckily enough, you will get to kill everybody in this town. Uh, and then one of the rewards you get is you get free training session from a shopkeeper. So I think that's what that was. Um, novice skills are six. Apprentice skills is five. Journeyman skills is four. Expert skills, four. And I've got uh, master skills of two. I think that's conjuration and alteration. Uh, bounty, zero. Shivering Isles bounty is zero. Uh, I didn't even know I could go to the Shivering Isles, but looks like I can, and I'm not in trouble there, which is good. Fame is 74. I don't know whether that's awesome or that's um, whether it's pants, whether it's awful, but you know, I'm going to go with it. Infamy is zero, which is good. Day's Child was one. Uh, that was a mistake. They're, they're, they're lying. Uh, item stolen, 470, which I don't understand. I never pick up anything that's red. I don't. It's I don't understand where they're getting this from. Uh, it, it's it's a frame job, I'm telling you. Uh, let's see. Items pickpocketed, zero. Trespasses, zero. Assaults, 21. Accidentally hitting somebody while I'm trying to hit something else. And they blame me for it. Murders, two, which is the same thing. Is I'm trying to kill something and they get in the way. And uh, get bashed in the back of the head. Horses stolen, zero. Largest bounty is a thousand. And that was for killing some the guy in uh, Kavach when I was trying to clear Kavach out. And that sent that dude with the blade of woe. That uh, really sucky dagger thing. That doesn't hurt anything. Uh, creatures killed is 1,338. People killed, 442. Uh, places found is 118. Uh, locks picked 25. Lock picks broken 168. I hate lockpick in this game. This horrible, horrible human being who invented this game. If I find him, I will end his lineage. I Not only will I kill him, I will kill his entire line. So this family cannot blight the world again with their horrible, horrible minigame. Sucks. No wonder they had to invent um, alteration spells to be able to open the lockpicking because their lockpicking was so awful. Real lockpicking in real world is easier than that stupid game. Excuse me. Sorry about that. Uh, souls trapped, 22. Uh, ingredients eaten, 40. Potions made, 686. Oblivion Gates shut was 15, and I don't understand how anybody who has played Oblivion with all these Oblivion Gates, lived through the Oblivion Crisis, then gone on to Skyrim, 
and then complained about the dragons attacking at inopportune times. The most annoying thing, apart from the lockpicking in this game, is the amount of oblivion gates that are absolutely everywhere and they take an absolute age to get through. Trying to kill the dragon in Skyrim is a walk in the park compared to these oblivion gates. That's why I've only shut down 15 of them. Because I just ignored them for half the game. Annoying. Um, horses owned, none. Houses owned, six. I think I've only got another three to get. Got one in Anvil and a couple of others, I think. I know I haven't got the one in Anvil because she didn't give me the option to buy for some reason. Maybe I've got to complete more quests there. Stores invested in zero, but I think that's because my mercantile sucks. Books read is 152. Skill books read is 11. Artifacts found is 1. I'm not too sure what this is. I think maybe there's specific artifacts that i got to get through doing specific quests, but... I don't know what it is yet, so I'll have a look around and see if I can find the rest of them. Hours slept, 726. Hours waited, 235. Days as a vampire, 0. Next bit and 0. Jokes told, 106. And diseases contracted is 13. These two things are grouped together. Why? Why is jokes told and diseases contracted grouped together? Do you get funnier when you get sick? Really? Alright, fair enough. And known roots found 22. So I think this has gone on long enough. Um, because this game is so huge, I could be talking here for the next 9 hours. And as you all know, I probably could. So I'm going to end it there. And hopefully I haven't gone on too long and um, bored you all to tears. Um, happy Skyrimming or Oblivioning, if that's even a thing. Uh, you'll have to check with Andrew. Cheers, guys. Bye. Yeah, I'm not sure if oblivioning is a word or not, but <laughs> I assume we'll find out. Yeah, so um, first thing is, yeah, I definitely agree about the walking down the the roads of nothingness. <laughs> Vast difference between uh, Skyrim and Oblivion. Um, you come upon things pretty quickly in Skyrim, but in Oblivion, you can really run really far down a road and uh, there'll be absolutely nothing. Or you can run really far across the mountains and there'll be a lot of nothing. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's tons of places, tons of exploring. But the exploring, it takes much more time uh, because there's definitely a lot less. Uh, it's a lot less dense, we'll say. Uh, which, I, I don't know if it's good or bad. I kind of like Skyrim because it, it, you're there much quicker. Um you know, and it doesn't take forever and three days to get places. But uh, I don't know. It, I think it depends on what, what you're, how you like. If you're fast travel, you're not fast travel. You like walking there. The how much the exploring matters to you. Um, I think I like the density of Skyrim a bit better. But I don't know. It's nice. Uh, kind of having a bit of an open expanse, but yeah, I mean, it's, you know, half dozen of this, six of this, half dozen of another, whatever. But, um, yeah, th those are definitely differences. Um, the potions, yeah, I'm the same way. I've made a crap ton of potions. I use some health potions and stuff, 
But restore fatigue, like you can make eight billion of those freaking things because that's like every ingredient has a restore fatigue. <laughs> so yeah, uh, so many of those. I just mostly sell them. A few I use. I use you know what I do some with my bows where I um poison the bow, but uh, they're not they're really not as uh, powerful as in Skyrim. And uh, they they were actually discussing this. What was it? I don't know. Somebody was discussing it. I, I apologize for not remembering where. Um, on the how densely or not densely how many health potions are in Skyrim and there's so so many it's true um, whereas they are more difficult to come by in Oblivion which, which is nice I, I like that balance a little better uh, there's definitely too many healing because in Skyrim Christ you can end up with like a thousand of them at you know as you get to higher levels if you were just picking them up as you went along there's fucking everywhere it's ridiculous but uh yeah, that I, my alchemy is probably in the fifty something range, I think. I don't know, something like that. So, and also he mentioned about um, the gates being worse than the dragons. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like a dragon battle, yeah, it could take a little while, and sometimes they pop up at inopportune times, and sometimes two of them pop up at once. Um, but <laughs> the gates just take forever. Ever. That's why I haven't started the gates yet, actually. <laughs> because I wanted to concentrate on the other stuff. And I feel like once you start the Oblivion Crisis, uh, it's like never ending. <laughs> Those gates, oh my god, they can take an entire place, like an entire setting to get through one gate. So, yeah, closing that many gates is, a, that's a shit ton of closing gates. I think he said like 15 or something like that. But um, yeah, I haven't done I haven't done any gates on this playthrough. Um, but yeah, I I definitely definitely agree there that the, the gates are far worse than than the dragons. The dragons are a bit of a pain in the ass at times, but uh, for the most part, they're they're pretty. When you're exploring, especially, you know, it just can be like, all right, all right, enough, you know. So and also, you mentioned about artifacts found. You know what? I meant to look that up and I didn't. So. You know what? I'm going to look it up right now and then see exactly what that is because I'm not sure either. Okay, I got the uh, good old unofficial Elder Scrolls pages in front of me. And they are unique in appearance. Only appear once in a game and have a unique, useful enchantment. Blackwater Blade, which I have as one. Uh, Chillrend. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Debaser. Oh, I have that also. Hmm. I don't have that. Oh, I did the uh, Here Scene quest. Um, I went to Here Scene's uh, statue <laughs> where they worship him. And uh, man, oh man, you have to kill a unicorn. It's pretty awful. Well, you got to kill these f the, ugh, the fucking minotaurs in this game. So many. Uh, there was like four minotaurs surrounding the unicorn, and then you got to kill the unicorn. I felt pretty terrible. I felt like Mia Sarah. It's just awful, although not as nice looking. So there are some, uh, oh, Umbra, of course, which I was trying to get early in the game, which didn't happen. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I see. These are all, huh. So these are the artifacts. So now you know, Colin, artifacts are these things like Mask of Clavicus Vile. Save your side. I have that because I did hear scene. Um, Spellbreaker. Oh, you know what? Spellbreaker's in. Cool. That's in, uh. What's that other game? Skyrim. Uh, not, oh, yeah. Great cow. Got that. Cool. I actually have a few things. A few of these things here. 
Oh, I think I have Ring of Sunfire also. Damn. Oh, I did the Order of the Virtuous Blood as well. So you get uh, picked up by these guys. They're like, hey, we got a little gang. You want to join in? And uh, you get out of the basement, and they're they're trying to find this guy who's a vampire. So I head out to the cabin to find him. And fortunately, I talk to him first because he's not a vampire. And the guy who wants him dead is a vampire. So you have to go back and take care of the vampire. And then you're, I guess you're part of the Order of the Virtuous Blood. So that was another, like, random one that I kind of did. Well, I actually have a few uh, artifacts. Pretty cool. Uh, I wasn't sure what artifacts were, but this makes a lot of sense that that's what they are. The Wabajack, of course, which is uh, the craziest of all. Skeleton Key. Hmm. I'll have to do that one. Go through so many lockpicks. Yeah, as I've said, I think I went through 500 and some lockpicks. Actually, it might be higher now. I might be closing in on 600. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to play some Dark Brotherhood quest. Uh, I believe I'll go through all the way through that before I record next time. Um, that's my plan. And then I'm going to probably hop on and do a Dead is Dead character in Skyrim as well. Uh, depending on time, I'll probably be focusing on Oblivion first. But uh, thanks again to Colin. Always love when he uh, sends in stuff or on the even on the round table. And uh, thanks to all those guys and, and ladies. Sorry. Don't mean to be uh, sexist there. Um, thanks to everyone who participates in the roundtable and also for Ben, obviously, for the uh, <clears throat> Academy. So it's been fun. Uh, I'm going to go grab some dinner. And you can... Oh, artwork from the show is from Claire. She's at etsy.com slash mayafireprints. Uh, check out all the shows over at Metal Shark Studios, Eric and the Legion, Earwash, um, this show, the other two shows on this feed. <laughs> Not sure what else is coming up. Um, and we will be recording a Chatterbox tomorrow night. Chatterboxpodcast.com or Chatterbox, two words on iTunes. It should pop up. Looks like a dental podcast. Send feedback. Podcast at gmail.com uh, or and if you happen to be on Facebook you can join the group and uh, that's all I got this time thanks everybody for listening goodbye